It's been one year since we attended our very first family board meeting weekend with Mike and Alicia Hernan at Messy Family Project. So what have the fruits been? Would we do it again? Can it benefit your family too? Well, keep listening to this episode of the Catholic Money Show and find out. Just over a year ago, we had the privilege and opportunity to interview Mike and Alicia Hernan on our podcast. Link with, in the show notes. Yes, that was when our book kind of came out and we interviewed them about building a family culture. And after this, this interview, in which we discovered that we're completely kindred spirits mm. and we love them and was, we just yeah, wanted to blast. be friends with them. Anyway, I think it was mutual. They ended up inviting us to attend their upcoming family board meeting weekend. And we enthusiastically took them up on that. It was really good. I'm so glad we did. I am so glad we we did as well. Into it. Yes. Oh yeah. We leaned in hard. We had the kids go to my parents' house for the weekend. We ended up ordering our favorite takeout meals during the weekend. We (laughs) attended all the sessions that we possibly could. And then went on a couple of walks during the free time. We stayed up late watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) A great weekend. Because I think they referenced Lord of the Rings in one of their talks. Let's watch. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since we've watched nine hours of Lord of the Rings. We need to do that again. (laughs) It was a super fun weekend. Yes. And this was all this was all online. It was. We didn't go anywhere for this. We just kind of, you know, logged on to the computer for the different talks throughout the day. They led us through the different exercises. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. It was. It was fantastic. And before the virtual family board meeting weekend officially kicked off, we had received in the mail the preparation materials. So they sent us this really nice um, binder. I think -hmm. it was like a leather bound binder. And inside of it had different... Um, places to take notes and then the different sections of talks that they were going to lead us through. So mm-hmm. it gave those of us who love kind of having a context and a, a platform to stand on just a little bit of an idea of where we were going to go. There were a couple of books, I think on spousal prayer and then mm-hmm. um, the book by Pat Lencioni, three questions for a frantic family and just some other really pertinent resources to actually make it a good weekend. Um, so we got those in advance. We, we showed up and it was virtual, but It wasn't just this sterile virtual experience, Mm -hmm. you know, where you watched talking heads for 48 hours. Um, You got to visually see the other couples who were also there. Yep. The way that they had the Zoom set up. Mm -hmm. There were times that we could even tune in and ask questions or we saw other couples got to come on the screen. Um, And then they even hosted some game times. Game nights. Which we couldn't attend because we had dinner with our bishop, which, you know. You know, you got to go to that. <laughs> like we're so important or something. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you skip game night if you happen to get invited to a dinner with the bishop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> uh, but then and there were little um, breakout groups based on, you know, different things about your relationship or your profession or interests or whatever. Mm-hmm. We had to meet some good folks. Yeah, actually. On that weekend. Some people that we've now hung out with virtually and then in person and then in person at the uh, Cozumel getaway. So super fun, super great weekend. We could not speak highly enough about it though. We are going to try for the rest of this episode. Yes. (laughs) We're going to go into 
really what that weekend is, why it was so great, why we're raving fans of it Mm -hmm. and why we think it's a great idea for you to consider going. Absolutely. And we are going to share some of the behind the scenes fruits from our own experience. Um, So it's a little vulnerable. Some of the Uh. topics we're bringing you into it's, you know, some of the behind the scenes discernment of a family and a marriage Um, and things have not always felt buttoned up, but we're going to bring you into some of those conversations that the board meeting helped facilitate and bring out and provide us opportunities to actually discuss them. And go ahead. Before we get any further, though, we do wholeheartedly recommend the family board meeting with Messy Family Project. Yes. We are going to talk about how great it is, but we want to just let you know right now, you can sign up for this. It's coming up soon. You can sign up at walletwin.com slash family board meeting, all one word, squish mm-hmm. it all together, walletwin.com slash family board meeting. There's a link, of course, in the show notes. And if you sign up with that link, we're going to throw in a free big Catholic calendar. Mm-hmm. So, right, you're going to go through this meeting. You're going to be oh, excited about different things you're going to start doing this year. We're going to give you a tool of ours to help you bring those fruits to fruition. Yeah, we have found out that our big Catholic calendar and then doing a meeting weekend like this is the perfect kind of tool to -hmm. take what you are talking about on this weekend and actually get it jotted down onto something physical, tangible that you can see and you can access you as an individual, as a married couple, even as a family, your kids can see some of these things. Um, and if you already purchased a big Catholic calendar for 2023, you will be able to get a coupon that'll be redeemable for a 2024 big Catholic calendar. So if you sign up for the family board meeting at walletwin.com slash family board meeting, that is the bonus that we want to offer you if you um, sign up through our link because we are affiliates and we just want to pass on the, the goodies to you in the form of that bonus. Mm. So anyway, and I believe they also have some early bird pricing that you might want to take Ooh, advantage of. Um, I don't that. know exactly the cutoff dates, but they do have a couple different increments of being able to grab some savings before the full price. Even though, even if you do end up paying full price for the weekend, it's, it's Still absolutely stealing. worth it. Yes. In dividends. Um, so now are we ready? Yes. That's walletwin.com slash family board meeting. And one of the things that's so great about the family board meeting is that it was this time. It gave us a time, a place, the tools to have just the, the big view conversations of our life. Mm-hmm. I'd say a lot of times, I mean, we we're trying, right? We do these weekly meetings and all this stuff. Even so, We get sucked into the day-to-day, the practicals, the this, the that. And so it's just so nice to just have that chance to look at the big picture Mm -hmm. and have those type of conversations. Yeah, I think that um, we have done, we've done a good job kind of creating more space to be intentional as a family. You would not look at us and think, oh, the Texeras, they're just in drift mode and they, they don't do anything intentionally. Lazy bones. (laughs) Lazy bones over there. You would (laughs) pretty much never be able to to use that to describe us. Um, You know, we've been having family meetings for a couple of years now. We we're no um, stranger to creating kind of a, what, what's called, Pat Lencioni calls it in his book, the, the family rallying cry. 
Um, and we've talked about that on past episodes of the podcast where we did places and spaces. We renovated the basement. We got an RV and renovated it. Um, you know, just different things that we've been able to, to get done. But what we are guilty of is tunnel vision. Mm. Absolutely tunnel vision. Between my obsessive, intense nature of just like whatever's in front of me, like I'm on it like a hawk. And then you have ADD. So I forget anything I'm not looking at. You forget anything, but the (laughs) things that you actually are caring about, you are so lasered in on and locked on them. Um, So (laughs) we benefited greatly from this ability to get the blinders off, to get out of the tunnel and to look at the big picture. Specifically, what surprised me about the weekend were um, conversations. They, They had us talk about each specific kid. Yeah. Each specific kid. And the point of the family board meeting weekend is, you know, think about a, um, a board meeting for a corporation. Mm-hmm. This is the time when they're getting away and they are looking, they're forecasting for the future. They're looking at, you know, in the rear view of kind of what's led up to this point. Mm-hmm. And they are seeing if they're on track to meet certain things. They're dreaming about what might come next. Uh, they're basically evaluating and taking, um, an assessment of kind of all the resources on hand and what the the direction is they need to move forward towards and how they're going to actually do that. And that's exactly what you're doing with your family. Yeah. You're getting all the big strategy pieces in line mm-hmm. for the upcoming year, but then also mm. for the next five years, even the next 10 years, right? That Any good company is going to do that. They go, Oh yeah, we're yep. working on this for this yep. year. But in two years, this thing's coming out or we're going to start working towards this idea. Same thing with our families. Mm-hmm. They had us. Oh, this, this was crazy, us. bro. <clears throat> they, you know, I was like, let's think about 10 years. And sometimes it's kind of hard to do that. Sometimes they get our wrap our minds around. Well, what does that even 10 mean years? It sounds really vague. I mean, I still think 1999 was like eight years ago. Right. <laughs> so they had us think you, you had to write down and you looked at if you had kids, you wrote down what their ages will be in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to have a 17 year old, a 15 year old and a 13 year old. That we know of. There that we be. know of. Who knows who else might be here. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. And then we wrote kind of our ages at the time. And it they, just made it so real. It made it so real. It w- took it out of this abstract <laughs> um, 10 years down the road goal mm-hmm. setting session mm-hmm. into Oh my goodness. Like, what do I want our family to look like mm-hmm. when they're all teens? Because then the 10 year vision after that, now they're all in their twenties and they've flown the coop. Okay. This next 10 years is really huge for our critical. family. It's critical to get this right. And I think we just, for a little while, when you have all super young children mm. under the age of reason, you think you're never going to get out of that chapter. You think it'll <laughs> never end. <laughs> That's the tunnel you're stuck in, buddy. <laughs> it's a little bit just designed by God that way. You're just kind of like staying alive. But then there's a switch that has to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Even if you've continued to have small children adding to, to the family. And Mike and Alicia, you know, they had 10 children. So they certainly had to make this switch at some point. You just can't stay in the the tunnel vision forever. Um, the, and they, they've been doing these conversations, I think, for like almost 20 years. And so... They were so wise to pose these huge 30,000 foot questions to us. And it challenged Jonathan and I to, to really think about, okay, when we're on the cusp 
of our oldest fly in the coop. What kind of things do we want her talking about? Mm. Treasuring. Mm. What kind of a relationship do we want to have with our kids? What kind of values do we want to have? What do we want to be known for as a family? What recipes do I want them coming home for? Come coming home from on college break, you know, with a, a slew of their friends and putting in orders saying, mom, you've got to make blah, you know, insert here. What are those things? And I want to start thinking about them right now so that I can make sure our, our, they're being protected in our days, weeks, and months in the next decade. Mm-hmm. And we were going through each kid individually, mm. where they're at, what do they need? What's unique about them? How do we serve them? How do we help them yep. flourish? And that was very, very helpful. So it was this big, it's the big, it was the big, but the also big 30,000 foot view, but then also in the, in particular ways, particular areas of our family life, a kind of a, a zoomed in view. Yes. You got and not, really granular. What does this kid need next week? Still big, but just focused mm-hmm. on each member of the family. Yeah. Like, great. is this kid starting to really excel in this sport or is this, um, music lesson, like getting in the way, or is this schooling op, you know, option that we've chosen actually still working and serving this kid or that kid? Where is there work to be had on sibling relationships? That one was so interesting to mm. me, that question. And it made me realize like, there's more friction between this pair than, than that pair. Mm-hmm. And what could we do? Um, and it actually, we're going to, talk through some of the fruits kind of at the end here, Mm -hmm. but these were just really important kind of nitty gritty decisions to look at in the very, very short term in context of the bigger picture that was going on. So we even talked about some things in our marriage. We talked about some dreams and desires that we had on our heart. Um, Is this time, you know, time for a move? Is it time to go after that big dream or this big decision? Where's our business at? Um, all the things we had the 30,000 foot to kind of anchor things and aim for. And then they zoomed it right in to what's actually happening this year. And how does this year, how is it essentially a puzzle piece in the next decade? Mm -hmm. So we got to nail this year. We also need to know where we're going in the next 10. So, so, so important. Mm -hmm. Now, secondly, something that we did for the weekend because they recommended it to us. And then it just sounded super fun. (laughs) And we tend to be all in kind of people, but I would encourage you to not only attend one of these weekends, um, if you haven't been, but go all in. Yes. This is not, you know, we've taught people how to go out on a dream date, like a four hour dream date where you just kind of assess things quickly, maybe Mm -hmm. shoot off a few goals from the hip and then finalize the details later. This is not that. This is so much bigger. So go all out in whatever way that looks for you. Personally, I had to have my children not be in the home. Now, if we'd had a a baby a year and younger, that doesn't really bother me so much. It's that toddler and up that's now ransacking and tantruming. <laughs> and I think also not that we, we don't have the experience, but I would imagine if they were older or had one or two who were older and could manage things that might've worked too. Maybe they could, you know, they they're in charge. So, so they went, they went to visit your folks. Yep. They went to my, my parents. 
and just for two nights to sleep over. Yeah. Cause it, and yeah, it was over the, the computer in our house, but like we were going on this weekend. And I remember you set it up. Like we sat on the couch mm-hmm. and you hooked the computer up to the television yeah. to make it like a huge experience and great. surround sound. And, um, you know, we were comfortable not hunkering over a computer. Yeah. You know, we're sitting you on the get, couch. Yeah. Your neck can kind of get yeah. kinked if you're looking down at a computer. That was important. And then really good food. Mm-hmm. And for us, we have a place that's about 10 minutes away it's called Ling's. It's Thai food. It's our absolute favorite, or at least my favorite. <laughs> and I force you to always get yeah, it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We ordered the same meal two days in a row because it is just <laughs> that good. Um, and then we built in fun and connection. So mm-hmm. um, over that weekend, we did have one thing we had to go to up at, at our parish. And then we had... Um, the Lord of the Rings that we built in. And then I think we, you know, sat and had a, had a drink once and Mm -hmm. we went on two walks and Mm -hmm. one of those walks was super critical for us, which we're going to share about in a second, but it looked like us. The weekend looked and smelled like the Texera couple. And so I don't want to sit here and say, you got to order takeout and you got to stay up late watching movies because that's very, very much what John and I love to do. Whatever going all in means for your personality, your temperament, your mix of um, personalities in your marriage, that would be what I'd emphasize the most. Mm-hmm. And the, the amount of, I don't know if it's effort, but I mean, so we, when we were there for all the stuff too, right? We saw every talk, we were fully engaged. Yep. We did all the exercises, like we put into this yep. because this type of a thing, you get out of it what you put into it. Absolutely. Right. If we were, we missed a couple of the talks or on our phones during them or, or you're one of those chip on your shoulder people. Mm, I don't know. What do they know? Or, you go to or, one talk and then you're like, eh, it's optional. I'm adult. This. I yeah. can blow the next two off. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, like, show up for the thing, commit, invest in it. And that's how you get really good things out of it. Exactly. That's with, with really anything in life, you know, you're going to reap what you sow. I think that's even in the scriptures. I think it might be. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the the next thing. Please. Okay. So something that was a huge breakthrough for us on this weekend was we got to identify how God has typically spoken to us as a couple. We both had been walking with Christ now for about 20 years. So we very much nailed not nailed, nailed to the extent you can nail Mm. personal discernment of kind of how God tends to work in our lives and call us to something, um, invite us to, to step out in faith. But doing that as a couple is a, it's more difficult. And then especially with the mix of our temperaments, (laughs) (laughs) you mean our diametrically opposed temperaments. Yes. I am a melancholic choleric. (laughs) Jonathan is a sanguine phlegmatic. Sometimes the decision would just get made by me because mm. I had a stronger, more decisive personality. And that that's not the Holy Spirit speaking. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, just, Amanda. that's Amanda wanting control. <laughs> and I'll just go with it because because you're, you're chill, you yeah. know. And so we went on a walk on the family board meeting weekend mm-hmm. and something that we had been noodling around for literally four years <laughs> was this idea of a year long RV adventure, exploring, 
adventuring, seeing friends, um, be, evangelizing, like while we're on the road mm-hmm. and meeting people, um, seeing different Catholic spaces in our country, just going on this adventure of a lifetime. We have been wanting to do that ever since the summer we um, found out that our youngest was on the way. Mm-hmm. And so uh, for obvious reasons that got postponed and then there was a pandemic, there kind of always seemed to be something that would just put a wrench in it, put a pin in it and just postpone it. And we realized Mm -hmm. it was a source of great lack of peace for me. Mm. And then you were getting really frustrated because we discern it and then undiscern it. We talk about it and be like, yeah, yeah, we got to do this thing. Let's do this thing. All right. Yeah, we're going to do it. And then we decided (laughs) to do it. And then- (laughs) <laughs> the next week at mo at lo- longest then you're like no 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 no, we can't do it we can't do it so back i was getting forth, i was getting back and forth upset about that because <laughs> again i'm i'm cool I'll, I'll go with it we just need to go somewhere we need to know which way we're going mm-hmm. and so i was getting a little wrangled by that mm-hmm. you were unsettled just not knowing that's why because you you were going back and forth yeah, which was I, mean, a I have unusual. this huge desire and it feels very God given. Mm-hmm. And then every time I even inch towards it, the brakes slam. What's that about? What's going on? And so we went on this walk to solve out, to, to, to figure out what to figure that out, talk is. out, solve that pickle mm-hmm. that we were caught in for seemingly three to four years. <laughs> yes. Lots of other things happening in the background. We weren't just paralyzed doing nothing, but. This was something that was an active discernment. And so while we were on this walk, we were able to realize, okay, there's certainly been other times in our marriage where something really of significance came up. We made a clear discernment and then we jumped and we leapt and God caught us on the other side and we became better versions of ourselves and we stepped more deeply into his will and we are more alive than we were before. We had said yes, and we feel like that's happening here. But wait, what actually happened? What was the anatomy Mm. of the discernment? And could we look at this discernment and identify key pieces that are maybe all there or possibly lacking? Mm. And this this is definitely the melancholic. (laughs) Yeah. A pro con list. I I, I appreciate (laughs) it. I'm very happy. One of us thinks this And way. I just had, I knew that, okay, I, I'm not just this paralyzed melancholic who can't do anything like that. That is not true. We've made many discernments. What have the elements been? And so we were able to boil it down that, okay, we have clearly been able to identify seasons where God started planting seeds. We start to, you know, you start to see different seeds getting planted. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what's going on, but you just see them going in the ground all over the place. Great. Then. There's a clear time when you start to see those seeds grow in both of you, mm-hmm. not just one spouse, but both of them are having seeds growing. Important that you have both just because one person is having it does not mean it's the time. It's got to be sprouting up in both of your hearts, minds, desires, etc. After that, the seeds are planted. They started to grow. There was usually like a lightning bolt moment. Mm-hmm. A very clear, I'm not talking about God parted the heavens and shone a sunshine ray down on the, the option. Yeah. That could surely That'd happen. Cool. I'm sure it's happened to somebody at some point. Mm-hmm. 
When I say a lightning bolt moment, it's just one of those undeniable moments where you will never forget the grace that was revealed to you in Mm -hmm, that moment. mm -hmm. You felt like you were in a freaky Holy Spirit vortex. And he he did that on purpose to give you a signal grace that like, this is from me. Don't doubt it. Uh That we would have a moment like that. And then lastly, most importantly, a door, a window, a crack, something would open. It wasn't shoved open by us, but God would kind of like prop a hinge on Mm -hmm. something. And we would view it as the way that's like the, the moment to step. That's where to go. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we had identified this anatomy of the discernment for our marriage. Mm-hmm. And on this walk, we realized that the seeds and the growth have both been there. We have not had the lightning bolt Waiting moment for the storm. We have not had a con- confirmation on this. And then we certainly have not, not had a door or a window crack open mm-hmm. to, to, to signal time to go. And identifying that was such a, uh, in itself, a grace mm-hmm. is then we're at more peace knowing, oh, this is where we are in the process. Exactly. So now we're just waiting for the next step to happen. And it wasn't really on us. We just had to mm-hmm. be actively paying attention because God's going to arrange that moment when he is ready to arrange it. Mm-hmm. Little did we know, <laughs> and maybe this is for a different time. I don't know if you want to tell the story now or save it for another podcast. But a couple of weeks later, we had the moment, the lightning bolt moment. And it was insane and beautiful. I don't know. Do you want to detail it on this or should we save it? We'll save it. Let's save it. So we got the lightning bolt and now we are waiting on the door or the window to crack. Mm-hmm. Texeras are coming to a road near you <laughs> whenever God <laughs> wills. <laughs> But that weekend gave that to us. Huge, 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 huge. How many other discernments are we going to be able to make confidently in our marriage because we finally took the time out to just identify that and the board meeting helped give it to us. Mm, All right, continue. So that was certainly a fruit, big Mondo size Jack fruit (laughs) uh, of fruit from the weekend. Some other ones though. Mm. Through the different exercises, through looking at the needs of our family, uh, we've started up going to, I guess, I guess you'd call it like counseling. It's It's just more like family therapy. Yeah. The kids play on the ground (laughs) and then we learn how to be better parents. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. (laughs) You go, oh, well, they don't, they don't do this. They're always doing that. And then the lady is like. Well, have you said this or done it this way? I was like, oh, and then we implement those strategies <laughs> and then our family life goes better yeah. <laughs> with the problem. I feel like 95% of the time, the problem is not the child. It no, is the parent, not, a, not, at all. <laughs> not yeah, knowing yeah, yeah. how to parent <clears throat> or not knowing how to control our own emotions. <laughs> so it's been really good. <laughs> and yeah, when we <clears throat> went on the board meeting last year, we were able to see that, okay, this kid and this kid, um, you know, we're just not sure if everything's going right. And we just want to make sure. So we got evaluations and everybody's fine. Everybody's within normal limits and, and all that. Um, but we realized that we needed more tools in the belt to handle 
certain family dynamics. And then as entrepreneurs who work from home and homeschool, we just, we rub on each other and (laughs) a lot more than the average family. And so I mistook more conflict in our family as just a more dysfunctional family, but it was just the reality of we're with each other so much more than the average siblings are Mm. um, or kids and parents are. And so of course there's going to be more moments, but it means we also have more opportunities to, to teach and coach through that. And we've been doing really well in counseling. It's been good. Yeah. The thing we started out, so we were talking about earlier, we envision at least those who are in our family now, 10 years into the future yeah, and understand it well, oh boy, hopefully there's some things set in them then for when they go out into the wider world more. Mm-hmm. But if we want them set in 10 years, we need to start building it in now. Right. Anything we start now, they'll just kind of remember as always happening in their childhood mm-hmm. because, you know, the, the brain doesn't really always remember things too well. What before age, like five or six. Mm-hmm. And so if we start now, they'll probably just envision this as like, it was always happening, even though we knew the first <laughs> five to seven years were kind of a crapshoot. <laughs> this gives is our us chance an, to, to start over and get solid. And just gives us enough time to establish the habit. Yes. To figure it out. And so one of those things is just being more intentional with the family prayer life. Mm, mm-hmm. So yep. we started um, doing some night prayer. Mm-hmm. We've started, we've thrown in some rosaries. Actually, it was one of the reasons I think this year we chose for Lent to add in a daily rosary. Yeah, because we want that to just be a part of our family culture. But last year we started night prayer and, you know, we just don't want to add like nine mm-hmm. things at, at once. You just got to st- stack them up. So that kind of began. And then we started, uh, we kind of just like reevaluated that bedtime routine. And we've been reading some of those classic books we've done in the last year, the Little House series. Mm-hmm. Super fun. I got so into it that <laughs> I'd put the kids down at night and then I'd go to my bed and read more <laughs> about Almanzo coming to get Laura. <laughs> Too into it. You're crazy. <laughs> uh, now we're reading The Hobbit. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just been this really cool balance of bedtime where it's, um, prayerful, but also fun and adventurous with some of the books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've been also been able to double down on our desire to hang out with people. We we love hosting. We love getting together. We like people. Yeah. I like them in controlled doses. You like them all the time. Uncontrolled doses. Yes. Uh, So we've identified, oh, Saturday nights, let's leave those open as much as possible so that we can invite people over. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always work out, but I typically, you know, once a month I sit down and I kind of cast the nets for the next four to six weeks of guests to come over. And it means that at least two to three weekends a month we're hosting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of fun and really brings... A good amount of life to the family. Mm-hmm. We all look forward to it. We all enjoy it. And oh, it's yeah. just a chance to yeah, spend some time with some other good folks. Yeah. And, you know, there was a time when it just felt like we never did anything with anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I've realized is that, you know, families, it's just so easy to get bogged down at home. And other families aren't always out doing all these fun things. They're just home bogged down, too. Yep. 
and you just got to get an invite, get them over. And the secret we've now learned is that our kids are better behaved when there's other kids over. So now we love hosting for another reason. (laughs) And, you know, our oldest is just really good at kind of, um, making the entire crowd follow her. Uh (laughs) So uh she keeps everybody very entertained, even the small ones, uh, so that the adults can kind of just sit and hang out and chat. That's been great the last few times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's really stepping up that Mm -hmm. age of reason thing. That's been great. It's been really good for us. (laughs) And then the last, certainly not least fruit from the weekend was us realizing that we, we absolutely do want to grow our family again. And our youngest, um, when we went on the board meeting, she was three. Now she's four. And we knew that by the time she was in school, like we absolutely had wanted to grow our family again. Now we don't have a whole lot of control over that. Um, cause we've battled with infertility and then adoption is like a hundred percent out of your control. I mean, but really what that means for the Texeras is that we need to not be a parked car. We need to be a car with gas in the end, gas, not in the engine, gas in the tank and the, the ignition on. And we put it into drive and, you know, God's just holding us in a holding pattern. And then whenever he's ready, he lets us go. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what getting, growing the family looks like for us. So this in 2021, nope, 2022, we scheduled clear passage therapy for me. Mm-hmm. It was a huge financial undertaking and decision for us to make. Um, and, it, you know, on the board meeting weekend, we talked about the resources that would be required for that. Um, and we knew that was a priority just for my own health, but then also if it opened a door for fertility, awesome. But then we've also been having conversations with other people about different agencies that we might be able to work with. Um, and so this is, this is always just one of those things that's kind of a working, a working thing for us. And we're hoping to get the home study done, um, and renewed in this, in this 2023 year. So whoever God wants to move, we're just waiting for him. Yep. I think that's a pretty good place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are some of those big fruits that came out of the weekend. It really served us well. And then we were able to go on the um, Catholic Couples Getaway Ooh, that they hosted this year, was which fun. was kind of a mini, um, a little bit of a mini check-in on the family board meeting. So mm-hmm. some of those same conversations came up. We were able to have more of those conversations. We've looked back through our notes from last year. Um, and this is just something that, yeah, I can't recommend doing enough. Yes. And there's one coming up. So head on over to walletwin.com slash family board meeting, all one word. And that'll take you straight to Messy Family Project's website. You can learn more about the upcoming weekend. You can sign up. And if you do sign up through walletwin.com slash family board meeting, Weekend. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Family board meeting. Family board meeting. Sorry. We will <laughs> throw in as a bonus a big Catholic calendar. And what if somebody doesn't know what big Catholic calendar is, John? The big Catholic calendar is a big calendar. <laughs> and it's Catholic. Like it's big. It's big. So there's it's a two big. by three foot version and a three by four foot version. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the whole year. And then. It's got right, a lot of calendar. They have different little holidays or this or that. So this has some of those Thanksgivings on it, but it has every day of the general Roman calendar. Feast so days. this saint's day, this solemnity, this is the second 
Tuesday in ordinary time or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So whatever like the, the main calendar is. Fasting days. Yeah, it's got f- fasting days on Fridays. It's got purple ones in Lent. The um, the numbers change color based on what color you the priest would be wearing at mass. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's fun Fridays, for the whole family. First Saturdays are all in there. It's it's really great. And it's just good to have it up. You can see your whole year mm-hmm. at a glance. Yes. So I find it very helpful. What's going on? Uh, I look, I see, I know. Yes. It's drastically reduced our double bookings. Yeah, man. You were the king of double booking. Triple booking sometimes. <laughs> yes. So I hear Jonathan sprinting to the to the kitchen and mm-hmm. sliding in front of the calendar. Yep. I know he's trying to book something. Yep. <laughs> so you can get one for yourself uh, by op- going to bigcatholiccalendar.com. Absolutely. Sure. Or you'll get one for free by going to walletwin.com slash family board meeting and signing up for the family board meeting weekend. Mm-hmm. And if you've already got a t- 2023 big Catholic calendar, well then your code will work for 2024. Yep. And it's the perfect practical tool it, just to take the, what you are prioritizing in the next year and just getting it down on paper. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's been huge for us. Alrighty. There you have it. I hope you check out the uh, Messy Family Projects Family Board Meeting weekend. And if you have any questions, please let us know. If you loved this podcast episode or any other episode that you've listened to, would you please leave a review on, is it iTunes? Apple Podcasts, (laughs) Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts that you can rate things on. Yeah, it helps other people find us. And please leave a Mm -hmm. review as well. Yeah, tell your friends. For the episode, let people know about it. Bada bing, bada boom. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Walletwin program at walletwin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.